Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Off Kilter No Filter. Yes. I am your host, Byron Alexander, joined by my awesome ass co-host, yeah. Mrs. Tammy Chase. I like that ass part every single time. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are hey, here. We are here. How are you doing today, Tammy? I am actually doing really, really good. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. That's better than uh, we've been in the past, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, uh, you know, yeah, the world is trash. But, mm-hmm. you know, there, there are some gems in that yes. trash, so it's, it's not. Real friendship, like yours and mine. Yes, exactly. Families, like listeners. the families that we have. Mm-hmm. And yes. our listeners, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, it's good stuff. And <laughs> we're going to talk about some stuff today, but I'm going to try and keep it a little bit light but you know how we do well, we'll thing. just make fun of the people that have issues with this exactly because mm-hmm. it's uh, the dumbest so thing it is so it dumb is. <laughs> it is but before we get into today's uh topic mm-hmm. i just want to establish a couple of things sure because before we at least how i like to do things before we talk about uh certain topics i always like to give a good definition so at least know oh, what yeah. we're talking about absolutely because, uh, you know, when people like to argue uh, stupidly, mm-hmm. uh, they never know what they're arguing about, <laughs> uh, you know. Mm-hmm. So sure. it's like, let's get some definitions so at least we know what we're talking about. Sounds good. And then we can delve in further. So today's episode, we are talking about fantasy, uh, science fiction, and who gets to show up in said genre, what you get to do with the genre, and why a certain segment of the population, and we know what segment that is, uh-huh. has a problem when other segments of the population show up in that genre, yet they claim that they are forward-thinking people. <laughs> I have to laugh at that. <laughs> right? It's very interesting. I guess we'll it depends on how they define forward-thinking. Or how far forward they want to go. Right. <laughs> 1963. Yes. <laughs> maybe. 1863. 60... Well, no, at least at least maybe 64 and or okay. five. Because sure. Motown came out by then and mm-hmm. they liked the music. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. They're good with the music. You know, sure. You still can't come in your house, but, you know, you right. can be on the radio. Or, you know, live next door, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. Apparently, NIMBY is a thing. I did not know what that meant, but I learned it the what other day. What is it? So sh- shout out to Evan. NIMBY, not in my backyard. Oh, I had no idea what that is either. Right? I've never heard that. I've never heard that Me as an either. acronym. <laughs> I've, I've heard it, and I was like, what the hell are they talking I've about? I've heard not in my backyard. I just never heard that as a, an acronym. Yeah. I mean, hey, you know, Gen Z, they, they put it on lock. They ain't got time. Yeah. You know, they got other <laughs> things to worry about. Sure, and, hey. It's shorthand is shorthand. So, you know what? Mm-hmm. Shout out. I love it. Mm-hmm. Me too. So, <clears throat> we'll start with fantasy as sure. a definition. Okay. Fantasy is the faculty or activity of imagining things, especially things that are impossible or improbable. Mm-hmm. Fantasy. A dream is a series of thoughts images, sensations occurring in a person's mind during sleep. Mm-hmm. The reason why I bring those up is because a lot of the time and through popular culture, I think we conflate the two. Yeah. So, put it into further context, 
I have a dream mm -hmm. versus I have a fantasy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because when you really pull it apart, I have a dream that one day we won't have to have this conversation again. Mm -hmm. But I'm living in a fantasy if I think that's a possibility. You see how that works? <laughs> yeah. I get you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, with all that being said, <clears throat> Hallie Bailey, yeah. not Hallie Berry, because <clears throat> we all don't look alike. Anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know, right? But Hallie Bailey mm -hmm. was cast as a Little Mermaid uh, three years ago now, because the news was made. Creature. She was amazing. Mm -hmm. But... It was hap it it was news in 2019, and I guess the movie was supposed to come out in 2020 or 2021. Obviously, that didn't happen because yeah, coronavirus. That goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm -hmm. But people were mad then too. The same people who claim that Black Panther is their favorite Marvel movie <laughs> after Endgame, mm -hmm. and the same ones who said they voted for Obama, mm -hmm. and the same ones who claim that they have black friends so what they evidently don't want to see their black friends be cast as the little mermaid or somebody else's black friend be cast as the little mermaid i'm just saying or any any fictional fictional science fiction fantasy character now never in your wildest dreams could you be i should a go, fictional character i should be up in arms about little mermaid anyway like the first the the animated disney one because mm -hmm. I've read the Hans Christian Andersen version, and she did not have red hair. They put that soulless <laughs> ginger in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, because she has blue eyes, too. Yeah. She doesn't have green eyes. The green-eyed gingers have souls. The blue-eyed gingers don't. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we are just playing. <laughs> Listeners, please understand. My whole point, though, is if I was, you know, anti-ginger, of which I am not. My grandmother had red hair. My son has red hair mixed in with his brown. It's, I'm cool about redheads. That's not my point. Mm -hmm. My point is, is that this is the most ridiculous. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, so okay, we'll get back to, can we get back to Little Mermaid in a second? I want to go back further back about this type of thing when people get upset about the stupidest motherfucking things on the planet. Of and course. that is, okay, so back in the late 90s, Kenneth Branagh, the uh, British actor, a lot of people might know him as one of the professors in Harry Potter, but he actually is one of the most uh, uh, fantastic directors for Shakespearean movies. He did Hamlet. Uh, he did one called Much Ado About Nothing, and it was beautiful, and it had all these famous people in it. You know, it had him in it. It had Keanu Reeves in it. It had Kate, uh, Kate Beckinsale in it. Um, mm -hmm. It had Brian Blessed, who is a, a huge British actor, um, but he cast Denzel Washington as the lead. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. And people went berserk. Yep. Because it wasn't Othello. How dare you put a black man in a Shakespearean play mm -hmm. and he's not Othello. Because Othello mm -hmm. was, he was a Moor. He was, he was black. Well, but he was black, yeah. <laughs> but the, the prince that Denzel Washington portrayed in Much Ado About the movie Much Ado About Nothing. 
that that character is not black. But Kenneth Branagh was like, so what? I just put people in there because of their acting ability, not because of the color of their skin. And if Shakespeare was around, do you think he would really keep anybody that was a good actor off that stage? No, mm -hmm. he wouldn't. Right. But people went berserk. So there is unfortunately a precedent for this. Mm -hmm. Same way with, as we know, Star Wars. Yep. John Boyega mm -hmm. or Kelly Tran, I believe mm -hmm. that's oh. her name. The things they said about her is just so sickening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this is the same demographic who says, you know, they don't see color or that it shouldn't matter about the color of your skin but the content of your character. You just can't play a fantastical <laughs> one. Or, uh, you know, it shouldn't be about the, co the color of your skin. It should just be based on your merit because there's this myth of meritocracy. Mm -hmm. But evidently, before you even start to do anything, right? right? And it, it, even like somebody like Denzel Washington, who is Denzel mm -hmm. Washington, right? <laughs> I put him in any and movie. Everything that he's done, right? Everything that he's done, but apparently if he's cast as somebody who we've been conditioned to see as traditionally, in air mm -hmm. quotes, white, right? Now, all the stuff that he's done is null and yeah. void, right? But he's Denzel. He's just Denzel in another movie, <laughs> yeah. You know, like that kind of crap is what really cracks me up. I mean, it's not just the hypocrisy. And of course, on this podcast, I've explained several hundred times now about why things are the way they are, especially when it comes to this kind of dynamic. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to rehash that. There's one more. But I am going to make fun There's of it. There's one more that's currently out right now also. And that would be Lord of the Rings, the, the Ring of Power on Prime. Yep. Oh, my God. Because mm -hmm. I was clicking along, mm -hmm. watch. I love it, by the way. We've watched all four episodes. It's fucking amazing. And we're watching it. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it hit me, uh-oh. Doug's like, what? Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, I wonder what the backlash from this is going to be. And he said, mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you mean? Is it not Tolkien-esque? I said, no, it's very Tolkien-esque. It's really great. Tolkien would love this. This is fantastic. But unfortunately, there's going to be mm -hmm. that same group of people that didn't like Finn. That are not going to mm -hmm. like the fact that a dwarf's wife is a person of color, mm -hmm. that there's a, a black elf. What? <laughs> mm -hmm. And sure I mean, enough, the next like... day, the very next day I read in the paper how people are all freaking out. There's no, you know, dark-skinned people in the Tolkien universe. It's like, why not? Who, who, who says he mm -hmm. did it? Nothing in those books right. say that they're white-skinned. <laughs> Nothing. Mm -hmm. I've read The Lord of the Rings. There's nothing in there that talks about them being white skin. The only time it talks about skin is when it talks about orcs or goblins mm -hmm. or something. And orcs and goblins in fantasy have always been coded as yeah. black. That's one of the. That's one of the. Um, now I'm not into like D. Not not that I'm not into, but I've never really played like D and D mm -hmm, and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But with magic, the gathering, and all of that or whatever, that's been part of the discourse. Is that orcs especially? have always been uh, coded as black or as other. They're always, and especially like the stereotypical, um, like from mm -hmm. minstrelsy, like in um, especially the male orcs that are, um, you know, hulking and barbaric, savage, all the things that you've heard. Um, and there's really been a lot of discourse around that. I can't really say one way or another, because again, I don't right. play it. But that that is the topic of discussion when it comes to uh, that particular character is, or the yeah that particular character even with um will smith in bright mm -hmm. 
and how like he was a human and he had to work oh with that's work, right and mm-hmm. how basically all that was you know a metaphor for racism it's like yeah and it, again the same demographic that's mad are the same demographic that read x-men mm-hmm, comic mm-hmm. books they didn't get it you know they're the ones they didn't get well because how this country operates and how popular culture operates on behalf of it is that it talks out of both sides yeah. of its mouth so you have characters that are born different and viewed uh as a threat because they don't fit into society however those same characters still are representatives of quote-unquote dominant yeah. society well, Will Smith. Will right. Smith actually had to deal with backlash when he played James West in Wild Wild West. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Which is so funny because I watched Wild Wild West. It's like so. Will Smith can't be James West, or like again, this is a mm-hmm. fictional movie because uh, the Confederate uh, a Confederate soldier who doesn't have legs but it has a thing for spiders gets a giant ass robotic spider in the fucking Wild Wild <laughs> West. So you can believe that or suspend your disbelief mm-hmm. for that, but Will Smith can't be... And Will Smith, being Will Smith, the biggest movie star in mm-hmm. the 90s, well, the late 90s or whatever, yeah. right? He can't be in a Western? Seriously? Wow. Yeah. Well, and that beautiful little girl <laughs> Brand- can't be Ariel. Mm-hmm. Or Brandy. Brandy was Cinderella. Oh, that's right. I remember the backlash mm-hmm. when, they, when they created Princess and the Frog. Oh yep. my God! I was like, "Are you kidding?" I never understand mm-hmm. that because I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> right? I well, thought that movie was adorable. <laughs> right? Well, and then it's funny because it's a double-edged sword because people be mad that you cast a quote-unquote person of color into these roles, or that you created a character of color in these spaces, and then. Um, on the other hand, what ends up happening to those characters is that they're transformed into something other than a person of color for a good portion of the movie. Princess and the Frog, mm-hmm. uh, Soul. I like um, that movie. You, whether those are and they're good movies, but like the main character, a black man, is pretty much dead <laughs> after an interaction with the police. Like not not a not a not a dramatic mm-hmm. one, but like he dies. Uh, and is a ghost for much of yeah. the movie. I mean, that's not, and that's not a spoiler. That's the premise of yeah. the movie, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Um, Zoe Saldana as Gamora, oh, yeah. like she's oh, green she's for the entire movie. <laughs> great, is she? Yeah, she's beautiful. She's, a, I, in my opinion, she's a really mm-hmm. good actress, really great actress. Um, you know, I loved her as um, Ahura. Oh and, yeah. Uh, I hope I said in mm-hmm. a Star, the newer yep. Star Trek or whatever. I agree. Um, right? But <laughs> because there's a certain shade of brown, there's a certain level of melanin that people just have to lose their minds and say, like, you can't be in there. That's not how that, that's not, that's not scientifically accurate. Like, it's science yeah. fiction. <laughs> Here's another Do you one. notice they're in spaceships? Yeah, right? And they breathe in outer space in some cases, some of them. Mm-hmm. Right? Or, you know, they're literally uh, gods from other dimensions. Yeah. Sandman is like that. And they're like, Sandman is too woke. What's woke about Sandman? Have you read Neil Gaiman's <laughs> stuff? Neil Gaiman is actually about that life. Mm-hmm. He breaks it all down. He does more deconstructing than yep. I do. That's why you got the Watchmen. Yep. <laughs> like, D- Neil Gaiman and Alan Moore, uh-huh. 
they're they're pretty much philosophers. Mm-hmm. They just they absolutely, can draw. yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, and right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and right. Like if you read some of their stuff, especially in the late eighties, mm-hmm. um, or the the late seventies and through the eighties, um, and and actually read their stuff, how dense their dialogue boxes are, because what they're you know um, in some cases pontificating, but other another. Uh, other cases philosophizing about uh, you know life death d- dimensions multiverses right. all this mm-hmm. stuff metaphysics I, it's so funny that woke is now of course being co-opted and it is like shorthand for any time you basically want to make somebody think about yeah. something right and it makes them uncomfortable whether that's race class sex orientation whatever yeah. it's like well that's too woke I'm not sorry to break it to you all the people who are saying that dumb shit now, you grew up watching Fresh yeah. Prince. There were some pretty woke episodes. Yeah, there in were. You grew up, you watched The Golden Girls. Every other episode was some woke mm-hmm. shit. You watched Mod, Good Times, The Jeffersons, All in the Family, Dumbasses. All of that was quote unquote yep. woke. Oh my gosh. There was. So to see, like, some of my mm, acquaintances, I ain't gonna call them friends, but mm-hmm. some of my acquaintances, Say some of the dumbest shit. It's like, motherfucker, you read X Men. What did yeah, you miss? All of it. Mm-hmm. All of it. Or, you know, you're a Star Wars fan. It's like, you honestly think you're part of the Rebels. Dummy, you are the mm-hmm. Empire. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you're the Empire. In fact, I just recently learned that George Lucas, who's also yep. woke, yep. Hmm, the Empire is the United yep. States. Not surprising. The Ewoks mm-hmm. are the Vietnamese. Oh, sure. That's what he was telling us. That's what he was talking Makes about. Makes sense to me. Why not? Here's another one that'll like blow people's minds if they haven't figured it out already. Not the demographic who's tripping because they're mm-hmm. stupid, mm-hmm. clearly. But you clearly watched an entire series about quote unquote people of color fighting an oppressive government. You know it as Avatar The Last Airbender. (laughs) All of them are Asian. All of them. East Asian and South Asian. Oh, it was Native American There are no white people in there. Well, yes. Based on like Native American also. Yes. They're all BIPOC. They're voiced by some white people, sure. And that, because of of our entertainment uh, system, as it is, right, we associate that because their voice is white, we code those characters mm-hmm. as white. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because if Sokka and Katara had more quote unquote ethnic voices, <laughs> mm, you wouldn't love those characters the way that you do. If Aang was just a little bit oh, darker yeah. and didn't have a high a high pitched like white woman's voice. Yep. And if he if he actually looked more Asian. Uh huh. Uh huh. But you love Avatar so much so that we liked Korra yeah. too. A continuation. I'm going to call it a spinoff. And that's not to take away from any of it. It's to point out the fact that you see mm-hmm. it, you embrace it. You would identify with those characters. You're supposed to. They're the heroes, right? And it's an entire series about overthrowing an oppressive government. Yeah. Wow. 
Go fucking figure. Again, people are stupid and they see what they want to see and they're not seeing it. On purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On purpose. But have the nerve. The unmitigated gall, and in some cases, the caucasity. Mm -hmm. Ah, I like that word. That's good. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I wish I came up with it, but it's not mine. But yeah, the caucasity. To be upset that, again, because they're not, they're not that word, that very R word that's almost as bad as the N word. It's not. Please stop. (laughs) Uh, That their black friend or someone else's black friend or brown friend or ethnically ambiguous friend yeah whatever <laughs> is cast in a fantasy role or a science science fiction role or a supernatural role that's hilarious mm-hmm. to me i mean we watched uh i didn't watch all of it but uh lucifer uh-huh. right god is dennis haysburg who was the president on uh 24 so did and dennis haysburg's been in everything but so was there backlash with uh, Bruce Almighty? Because I know, right? He's God. Mm-hmm. But he's different, <laughs> and that's only because <laughs> he's Morgan Freeman. Because he's Morgan Freeman. Well, that and because Morgan Freeman. Any time that people want to make some kind of argument against uh, there still being racism, because it's supposed to be a thing mm-hmm. in the past, or you know, we we finally got over it in the '90s because we got Obama, mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever. You know, all these yeah. uh, loose arguments. Yeah. In his case, he they sent around a one minute clip of of him on 60 Minutes in 2005. I remember okay. this clip. And so um, the host asked him about racism and 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 Black mm-hmm. History Month. And so Morgan Freeman's like, you're going to relegate my history to a month. It's like, do you want a white history mm-hmm. month? And the host is like, well, I'm Jewish. She's like, oh, well, okay. Do you want a, like, do you want a Jewish history month? It's like, no. It's like, like, is there a Jewish history month? It's like, no. It's like, do you want one? No. It's like, how do we get over this race thing? We stop talking mm-hmm. about it. It's like, so they take that one clip and circulate mm-hmm. that and conflate that with uh, if we just stop talking about race and, and, and racism, then there wouldn't be a problem. You know, you people keep bringing it up. That's how they uh-huh. use that. And because of that, that's why they let Morgan Freeman get a pass. To an extent. Because the video or the interview goes on to explain how racism erases everything. Yeah. Because that's its function. Mm-hmm. Right? Racism, as, we, as we've explained, is a power dynamic of white supremacy. White supremacy's function is to erase. That's, its, that's what it does. That's why white people are no longer German, Irish, Scottish, Italian, so on and so forth. When you come here, in order to move in the mainstream, in order to have consort with, as Toni Morrison put it, in order to be closer to power, mm-hmm. You're no longer Irish, German, Scottish, Italian, English, so on and so forth. Now you're white. And the only reason why you're white right, is so that you're not black. Yeah. Create that to binary and everybody else has to fall somewhere in between. That's why you don't know what to do with the Kim Kardashian because she's not white or black. She's actually Armenian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even Rashida Jones, who is black. Her dad is Quincy Jones. But because she's light enough, she can either pass for or white. Come. Because her name is Rash- 
right? Or even mm-hmm. Kamala Harris, because it was like, oh, Kamala Harris, like, oh, she's not really black; she is black. Or Obama himself, right? You said Obama. Who? Exactly. And the only reason why they get upset is because Obama is dark enough for you to know that he <laughs> is black. Mm-hmm. Because colorism is a byproduct of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. I all of that stuff is all interconnected. And it's re- it, it is ridiculous because it's all made up. It is. You're right. No, it is. <laughs> it it means absolutely up. nothing. And and so it doesn't. So what kind of it people just, people mm-hmm. who are uh, you know having issues with this topic with you know uh, people of color being in um, you know fantasy or whatever it's just in, anywhere. <laughs> But definitely in the movies mm-hmm. or TV shows that we've talked about and stuff. For me, it comes down to a couple things. One, how stupid are you? And two, you got nothing else going on in your life but to c- care about this. What difference does it mm-hmm. make? Because, again, like Kenneth Branagh said, he's a good actor. <laughs> I want mm-hmm. him in that role because I had him try for that role and he was the best actor for that role. Mm-hmm. They said the same thing for for mm-hmm. Halle Berry, Halle Bailey. Bailey. Mm-hmm. So you can see now I'm messing <laughs> it up. They're getting to me. Uh, the director said that she came in for our audition. She was like one of the first ones that they saw. She knocked it out of mm-hmm. the park. You know, her voice is impeccable, and she set the bar. And nobody else looking at it. those pictures Dang. of her little face, looking up like that mm-hmm. is like, oh, that is that is such a cute little mermaid. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, be- I I believe mm-hmm. it when she does that. I saw the stupidness is like black people don't can't or don't have red hair. It's like my cousin actually has red hair. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, and you know I don't have hair, but if I did, I can dye it red. I'm playing a mm-hmm. character. Black people don't have platinum uh, no, blonde they don't. hair. <laughs> or, or or in Cisco's case, like platinum white. Or, whatever that was. You know, like my sister in law, red velvet cake red. It does. That's not. That's not real. Right. I, especially now, when you got people walking around with like literally blue right? and hot mm-hmm. pink, and like it's like that's not your natural hair color. Are you seriously upset because this black person, and in particular this black person, has red hair as a mermaid? What if they? And so even if they did a live action version and they used her natural hair. Or, you know, gave her braids or what? Well, she has braids. But if, if her hair wasn't red, so what? Like, she's the fucking yeah. mermaid. Uh, who plays Derek? Right oh. Now? Who plays Derek in the movie? I, I don't... I haven't seen that casting yet. I don't know if it'll be a black man or if it'll be no, a Hispanic man. I think man. it's this, this guy, Jonah Howard King. Oh, I don't it's know. It's Eric, not Derek. I thought it was Derek, but it's Eric. Let's see. Huh? Little Mermaid. Yep. He's got dimples and blue eyes, black hair. Uh, I don't know. Oh, wait a minute. Do I know him? Well, I don't know him, but I mean, do I know him? He's, yeah. I've seen him in other things. Um, He was, um, I guess. Um, Nothing I've ever seen. I could see it. Oh, he's cute. They're both so I young. I could see it. They're both so young and pretty. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And here's the other thing too, like the Little Mermaid story is about her giving up her voice mm-hmm. in order to be human. So then part of the conversation then becomes that you cast Halle Bailey as the Little Mermaid, but are you taking away her power and her agency all for this white man? Mm-hmm. Right? Now, that could go a little too deep. Obviously, I don't know if they're doing a direct uh, adaptation of the movie. And that's not falling on Halle Bailey or no. uh, Jonah Howard King or whatever. But that's a separate conversation. And it could be important to have it at some point. However, that's not what we're yeah. doing on this episode. <laughs> also, um, nobody's freaking out over Melissa McCarthy being right. Ursula or Aquafina as Scuttle. Right? And David Diggs is Sebastian. Like, he's not Jamaican. Oh my gosh. Hmm. And here's the funny thing. Neither was the guy who voiced Sebastian in the first one. It was a white dude. Or Javier Burdum being King Triton. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They don't even know who Javier is. But he's been in lots of stuff. I mean, the people who are, like, flipping yeah, out. Yeah, that's probably true. Right? Javier Burdum is, is King Triton. Okay, so then who's the mother? Uh, Noma. I'm going to mess up with that. Domezinwe. I'm not saying her name right. I, pro- I apologize, Noma. But she is the queen. Okay, cool. There you go. Lorena, Andrea. But all of this is to say, even Camila Cabello was cast as um, Cinderella last They'll year. know him from No Country for Old Men. Oh, mm, okay. He was also in Skyfall. Oh, see? Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. But okay. But it cracks me up. Like, so you're not. You're mad that it's a person of color, but it's a darker Mm -hmm. person of color. And that's because we've been conditioned to see darker people of color as the bad guys or as servants or as lesser than. And that's all because of the dynamic that exists within popular culture. Our popular culture predicated again on white supremacy. That's not, it goes of course further than that as well. It's a five point star, right? White supremacy, patriarchy, heteronormativity, Capitalism, Christian nationalism. If you don't fit into that, then you're either seen as a threat or a servant or some kind of impediment. It's like you don't even have to necessarily be menacing, but like you're in the way because you don't know what to, they don't know what to do with you. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's hilarious, even more so in a genre that's supposed to be beyond that. At least on paper. Quite literally. Like how it's written. It's supposed to be beyond that. Like anytime they talk about science fiction, it's in the future. Now it can be a dystopia future, right? But it's always progress has been made, people are in outer space, mm-hmm. or you know, on a alien planet, or aliens have come to conquer this planet and recognizing that, oh, some external force has, you know, made the human race actually recognize that it's all the human race, right, in opposition to the other, yeah. right? Which then you can have the conversation is like, who is the other or what is the other, you know? The other. the other. It's so funny to me that. You can be anything in the in science fiction. Yeah. It 
unless you're a person of color. That's funny. And this is the same demographic who's like, this this became popular from like quote unquote geek mm-hmm. culture. But it's like you were an outsider. And so now that you carved out the little space for yourself and people are embracing this, now you want to exclude somebody else? But that's how I've also explained on this podcast. Those closest to power tend to align oh, with yeah. power. Just because you are in an oppressed group doesn't mean you can't oppress right? someone else. Mm-hmm. The reason why you do it is because of power. As a black man, I have... As a, a presenting in the world as a cisgendered black man, I have a little bit more power, just a little bit, due to patriarchy, mm-hmm. than a mm-hmm. black woman. A black woman or a cis hetero black woman has just a little bit more power than a black trans woman. Yeah. Mm. As a white woman, white women have power because of whiteness. Yeah. But that comes with an asterisk because you're still a mm-hmm. woman. Right. But white women have a little bit more power than a white trans woman. Just a little bit. And then you can get into the weeds of that, too, because money's mm-hmm. involved. Capitalism. Because Caitlyn Jenner has just a little bit more power than maybe, you know, you, for mm-hmm. example. Right? That's only because yeah. she has money. Because Caitlyn still has access to Bruce's bank account. <laughs> like... I'm not saying that as a transphobic yeah, joke. No, I, no it, that's, that's true. That's I just, what it it's, is. I'm laughing not because it's a transphobic, <laughs> yeah. you know, but because mm-hmm. that's true. That's true. Like, as well, Caitlyn. Caitlyn did not make all that money. Mm-hmm. It was no, it was when she was as, Bruce. It, yeah. Right. And as Caitlyn found out, because she tried running for the Republican, uh, I don't get that. That makes uh, no fucking sense. Oh, it makes perfect Why? sense. Power, power. She's closer to it. But the re- but the re- power oh. and then the protection that that power that the protection that she thinks that will but give the, her. But the Republicans, I, that's the part I don't get. It's the same thing with Clarence no. Thomas. That's right. I said Clarence Thomas. I wish I came up with that one too, but I just like it, Clarence Thomas, <laughs> or Candace Owens, no. or any that's of them. True. Walker. <laughs> That's exactly power. Because the thing about it is that if you you think anyway that you will be protected by the master, whomever that is, mm-hmm. right? That's you are comfortable throwing everyone else under the bus as long as you got yours. Yeah. But the thing about it is, how many stories have there been told? And how many how many stories have shown you that that's temporary? It's like because just because you may have masses favor right now doesn't mean that you won't be on the chopping block. The well, next Clarence day. Thomas, you're still being yeah. Used. Well, he's he Clarence Thomas has got it couplefold though, right? He's a Supreme Court judge, so mm-hmm. he's in, in the, a position of extreme power. Mm-hmm. He's well liked by you know uh, the right, and he mm-hmm. married a white lady. He was. Because after they overturned Ro- Roe v. Wade, he was an N-word again. Yeah, that's true. But here, here this goes. So he got he. We all know he should be careful because this might be a snowball effect, and it could affect him and his and mm-hmm. his wife. Well, maybe. Ooh, maybe that's what he wants. Maybe he wants a divorce from her. <laughs> I hadn't thought about well, that. That's brilliant. Go, Clarence. No, I'm yeah. kidding. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, he takes everyone yeah. else with That's him. That's why I said I'm kidding. Just, right? No, yeah, it's a right? bad plan. Yeah. <laughs> bad plan if you want to get rid of that hoe. Just get rid of her. You're a Supreme Court yeah, judge. Well, get rid of her. Right? Well, that, but I mean, you know, she already committed uh-huh. treason. <laughs> Kick her to the curb. And they're still debating about he's, that. He's not a great person from the very beginning. I personally believed mm-hmm. Anita, was it Anita Hill? I believed mm-hmm. her. I think yeah. he's he's disgusting, and I always did. I always thought he was. Yeah. Well, the, hell, even Rosa Parks and Toni Morrison. Rosa Parks wrote, wrote a whole um, uh, well, letter, for lack of a better word, but uh, she wrote it out explaining it's like, yeah, Clarence Thomas is not the mm-hmm. one. <laughs> like, the only reason why you're appointing him is because you need, for the optics, you mm-hmm. need a black man on the Supreme Court because Durgan Marshall had stepped down. Or he retired, yeah. but Clarence Thomas ain't it, nope. you know. But for people who the same demographic that wants to argue that there isn't racism anymore just because you have numbers, it's always about yeah. numbers. We have one. See, I mean that's what you wanted. We now have we got one. two. Uh huh. Yeah. Now <laughs> and we have one's two, a girl. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, I hope she mm-hmm. shakes that. Place. Just the physical effect of her being there, it does. But she is so smart. Um, she has to get some more. She has to get some more actual power first. And unfortunately, where she's yeah. at, it's going to. I mean, it'll take time anyway. But until Clarence Thomas and um, Gorsuch is, mm, he's iffy. Same way. Same way um, with Roberts. You know, uh, Chief Justice. He's mm-hmm. he's. He's conservative, but he's not ultra conservative. Mm-hmm. So I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's been chief justice for a very long time before all this hullabaloo well, like, happened. <laughs> right. Well, and there's there's a difference too because there's like there's like I consider myself left mm-hmm. of center, not center right. left. Mm-hmm. And so like Neil Gorsuch would be center yeah. right, not right of center. Clarence Thomas is right of center or is how is now moved right of center. The only thing like he can have his MAGA hat, right? But you still don't get all the benefits or privileges that come with being a MAGA. Like that's just not how it works. Cause you can say all of the things that the right wants to hear. And you can even do some of the things that the far right wants you to do. That's why you're there. You're being yeah. used. But all even all the people that were fine with Clarence Thomas or, you know, use him as the prop to dismiss their their own racism. As soon as he did something that they personally didn't like or was involved in something they personally didn't like, all that racism came right back. So, meh. And this is the real world. Yeah. Much less the fantasy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is very interesting because the reason, or part of the reason why the right and its sympathizers do what they do is to maintain this fantasy. That's what they're conserving. That's what that is. That's what conservatism is. What are you conserving? What are you holding on to? This fantasy of what the country should be or what it could be, right, in practice. But it's not. Or on paper, excuse me. On paper, it sounds great. That's why you want to make it great again. I get that. Sounds great. Why not? In a place where, hey, if you work hard, you'll be rewarded for it. 
and you can live a comfortable life, a good life. Yeah. Why not? What's wrong with that? It's- Nothing. Nothing's wrong with that on paper. In practice, that's not how this works. Well, that's works. because those that, that want... When people think of that, they think of themselves. They don't think about everybody else having that too. And exactly. for whatever reason, people don't realize we can all have that. It, it, it's not exclusive, meaning just because I have power, just when you get power, it doesn't mean I have to lose any power. If you get mm-hmm. privileges, it doesn't mean I have to lose mine. And if we all exactly. have the privileges, then it's normal and it's not even a privilege. And I think that's what they hate mm-hmm. to get rid of. They want to be above everybody because, else, and it's 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 so yeah. frustrating because it's like because if we if we all help you, each other, if we all succeed, we all succeed. Yeah, but then that doesn't make me yeah, special. That's, yeah, that, that's that's what it comes down to. You're right. Yeah. I'm not powerful well, cause, anymore because we're all equal. Yeah, well, because I have to then admit that I don't want you to be yeah. equal to me. The analogy that I always use is the house. A house that was built for but not by people no taller than 5'7". That's it. So people who are 5'8", 9", 10, you can still move in the house, you know, but it'll be just a little bit difficult for you, but not that much. I mean, you're not that much taller than 5'7". But once you reach 11, 12, or 6 foot, 6 foot 3, I'm 6 foot 3. Those who are 6 foot 6... Some that are actually seven like foot. Like my friend Larry is, like, he's like six foot eight. Uh-huh. Like, you're going to struggle moving through that house. You're going to not only scrape your head on the ceiling, you're going to have to duck through yeah. every door. So, in order to make the house more equitable for everybody, you have to restructure it. The people who are 5'7 didn't lose anything. You literally just got a bigger yeah. house. <laughs> yeah, you gained. Mm-hmm. But for some reason... And it's because of their conditioning. You think that restructuring the house means you're losing the house the way that you like it thus far. You're comfortable with the house being made for people no taller than 5'7". So somebody who's 5'3", or 5'4", 5'5", is great. Yeah. But if you restructure the house and make it accessible for people who are 6'6", what did you lose? Like what? But people honestly believe that they lost something. It's hilarious. Well, it comes down to like I don't who was it? I think it was McDonald's. They you know how they have the quarter pounder? Then they came <laughs> out with the third pound and uh-huh. everybody freaked out uh-huh. and thought they were getting less. So it didn't succeed yeah. because people can't do fucking math. Uh-huh. Much less. I saw a meme yeah. about that. They Especially, did a. Yeah. They put it with the third pounder, and then Wendy's did a, a, a quarter pounder or something like that. They did yeah. something like that as a as a response, and they were like, "We're gonna go with the quarter pounder instead of the third. And it's like this is why I don't argue with people. Right? Online. Yeah, because like, yeah. they're dumb as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is also by design. Uh, Francis Quest, Doctor Francis Quest Wells, and we put respect mm-hmm. on her name. Uh, she explained what white supremacy is and it's like it's a makeup of your education entertainment Mm -hmm. your politics so education being a part of that there's a reason why education is becoming increasingly less accessible definitely well i i tell my students this all the time as to why Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. As cliche as it is, knowledge mm-hmm. is power. That's is. true. For a reason. Well, which is why I tell them, who did I hear it from? You, you and I were talking about this person, too. So I, I always tell my students, take what's yours. Your free education is yours. You make sure you take that. They're dangling it there. Do not, do not, you know, let it go. By, by you mm-hmm. sitting back saying, no, nah, I don't need this. You know what you're doing? You're doing exactly what they want you to do. But mm-hmm. you need to take this. This is, this is yours. It's your right. You deserve this mm-hmm. education. Take your K through 12. Once you have your K through 12, you'll be smart enough to figure out how to get even higher. Because they're trying to keep mm-hmm. you out of that. Because if you, if you make it past that 12, you've pissed them off now. And now they make it hard. Oh, yeah. So that way, when you go to the next level, they make it even harder. And then to get even further than that, to get past a bachelor's degree, holy hell. It gets even harder because mm-hmm. it's more expensive. And now financial aid is harder to get because you're a grown-up. You should be you know, working. You should be able to pay your, your stuff. You shouldn't have to get financial aid. You're not a kid straight into college. But they do that on purpose. I yep. tell my students, especially since 90% of them are Hispanic, I tell them, you got to take this. You have to. Because if you don't, you will become that statistic that they love to throw around. Mm-hmm. And they're offering it to you, and they'll tell you that. Well, we offered you the education. The problem is, they're right when they say you didn't take advantage of it. You take it. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not, it shouldn't be a gift. This is your right. And so you need to claim it. Especially in a country that barred education. Yeah. For so many yeah. people. Which is, again, so funny. It talks out of both sides of its mm-hmm. mouth because it was illegal for certain demographics and to read. Girls. And yet you taught them how to, and girls how to read, but you taught them how to read from yeah. the Bible. So then what's the yeah. point? <laughs> like if I can read Bible passages, I can apply that to yeah. uh, Thomas Edison, right? Yeah. If I can read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, I can read Mark Twain. Well, and, and people right? people don't want people here. And mm-hmm. those people mm-hmm. that are not welcome need to take advantage of what there is available mm-hmm. and then turn that. And mm-hmm. here's the funny thing. In the paper yesterday, I read that uh, Hispanics outnumber whites in Texas now. I find that fascinating. Yeah, I find that Texas was lovely. Mexico. I, I find that actually kind of lovely. Mm-hmm. And how did they frame the the article? As if it no. was like what something to be no, scared of? No, not at all. Actually, not not yeah, not, not at all. Idea. It was not put like that, and wasn't put like on the front page. Oh dear God, you know, not at all. It just it mm-hmm. just said you know according to to census, there's more Hispanics in the state of Texas than than there are Caucasians. And it just mm-hmm. it broke down the demographics of the state. That was pretty much it, and it was it was it was mm-hmm. put in a very kind of pleasant way because I was like, oh oh cool, all right, yeah. yeah. And Abbott's trying that to good. ship them out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's human trafficking. Abbott's like he's doing. I know, gosh, right? It is. Well, you know, Abbott and DeSantis and others of his ilk. Oh gosh, yeah. Well, they're doing what they can because they know, they know that. A large portion of the population is not rocking with their yep. bullshit. They know that, and, that's, and yeah. so they're doing what they oh, can sure. to get what they can while they the can. Most, but unfortunately, most of the rest of us don't. Most don't. of the rest of us don't care. I don't care if there's more Hispanics in the state than there are whites. What? Who? Who cares? Mm-hmm. 
are people are people doing what they do? Are are people not harming other people? That's really all I ever care about when it comes to any of that anyway. You know, it's kind of like when when they talk about, well, this city is, you know, turning a different demographic. Again, who cares? And I know they track that because of, you know, white flight and all that kind of stuff and certain enclaves and all that kind of stuff. I understand why they do it. But again, why anybody gets freaked out and cares about that, I don't know. Like, like this, this country know. should have an official second language. We don't. This country refuses to put that down. Lots of countries have more than one language as official languages. But this country refuses to put down anything but English. And it's like, are you kidding me? The lar a large population of, speaks Spanish. And I think it's beautiful. I think it's part of it, too, is the, the, the location mm -hmm. of the United States. Mm -hmm. Well, at least the contiguous United mm -hmm. States. Because um, one thing that I've observed um, is that in, with European countries... Um, and countries in Asia is like you have to learn yeah. different languages. Yeah, some of them do. Right? Mm -hmm. Like out of necessity. Yes. And like here, because they wiped out everybody that was here, or at least damn near tried, uh, you yeah. didn't. You know, I mean, you colonized the North and yeah. the South, and so everybody spoke the same language. So you didn't have Which to is a shame. Language. I wish it was mandatory when I was a kid because I would love to speak Spanish right now. And I keep trying, and then I keep, you know, uh, things get in the way, and I don't put much as much effort into it as I should. But I'm gonna mm -hmm. fix that. I'm mm -hmm. I'm now that I'm I'm getting healthier again. You know, my surgery is successful, and I feel absolutely great. And now that that's happening, I'm gonna start focusing on my guitar and learning Spanish again because I think Spanish is beautiful. It's like yes, like and and in particular like Cuban Spanish. There's there's uh -huh. a sub at my school and I love to listen to him talk. There's like nothing there other than I just want to hear him talk because it brings back childhood <laughs> memories for me of watching I Love Lucy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I because I've said this before on on the podcast in the last couple of years I I had a big crush on Ricky Ricardo on Desi mm -hmm. Arnaz. And just the way that he would <laughs> when he'd get angry at Lucy and he'd go into Spanish and just really like cuss her out and stuff in Spanish it was like god that's beautiful how could you ever be you know like how could that not be just like somebody gets mad at you in Spanish and you just look at him like wow that was say that again because <laughs> you know in English it's like oh you're a dick but then somebody you know yells at somebody else in Spanish and I can hear it and I always like I like it's like radar I'm like oh my god I just heard that that woman yell at that man in Spanish and God, that was lovely. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it pleases my ear a lot. Spanish pleases, Italian does too. French, French, mm -hmm. not so much. French is kind French of, mm, seems heavy. It's kind it of messy heavy. as far as like, maybe stop eating cheese when you're eating. I mean, when you're, when you're trying to talk, <laughs> you know, and nothing, nothing against the French. Well, except your language sucks. But I mean, uh, <laughs> and and in my opinion it just it, it falls on my ears poorly just like German German I think German falls yeah. on everybody's ears poorly they seem to be heavier same like Russian like, it, it, Russian it, it, falls on my yeah, ears very heavily like their intonation is heavier whereas like Spanish yeah. and Italian yeah Spanish and Italian and Portuguese Spanish. Portuguese is so fascinating because mm -hmm. it's close but just not yes. there mm -hmm. if you look at mm -hmm. Portuguese it's like is that is that just misspelled Spanish? 
I can't, I can't tell. It's, there's overlap. <laughs> yeah, there is. Oh, sure. sure. There's definitely yeah, overlap. Yeah, because they're all Latin-based languages, and so there's there's yes. that. But it's it's like you know, it's like you look at it and you're like, I think that's Portuguese because it's the same, mm-hmm. just little bit different <laughs> it's like they miss it's, yeah, like, right. it's like you know fourth grader misspelling words in spanish you know that's what it looks like to me <laughs> but well like um there's culturally mm-hmm. there's like the way that i've seen it or observed it that you know spanish and in this particular the particular region of spanish spanish from south yeah, america yeah. is a little sure. bit different than spanish from well Spain, it's like that right? with english mm-hmm. right but but like it seems to be culturally it's like it's the language it's a love oh, yeah. it's literally a love it language it's the language of love there's a lot of more passion oh, gosh, yes. um, when you speak mm-hmm. um, because you're speaking with a purpose <laughs> like watching Spanish novellas like mm-hmm. like their 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 soap operas oh my god <laughs> right they are and it, so and it, and it's awesome <laughs> yeah like they're doing it to like if I'm going to mm-hmm. use the energy to convey any kind of message like it has to, there has to be it's some kind of passion top. with mm-hmm. it whatever that emotion is whereas like well for English speakers is like one we don't if we don't learn another language we don't know obviously we don't know but we always take it yeah. for granted and then with other languages. Um, mostly European languages, um, it seems more authoritative in nature. And not necessarily like the person speaking it, but just how like German seems like kind of like hit or drag, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Russian, all of that. It's it's a very like, ah, ah, right? Whereas like Spanish, at least from South America, is very light. Like, ah, hablo espanol. It rolls and it's just so... (laughs) It's very nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 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 mm-hmm. very nice to my ears, and so like with with Asian also like Chinese is very kind of harsh on my ears, but Japanese is kind of because it's it's so phonetic. Like you can write Japanese out phonetically, where you cannot with Chinese. The Chinese language does you. The interesting thing about China Chinese is if you speak Chinese, like well, you mm-hmm. can read Chinese and not ever know how to speak it, because. It's, rep- mm-hmm. it's not represented the same. Now, Japanese is a little bit different. Uh, so when they Americanize the words in, J- in Japanese, it's it's all phonetic and it's you can kind of figure it out. But the way it, they, it mm-hmm. sounds when they speak it is very, I don't know, very soft. And not just the volume, because okay. there is a volume control with Japanese too. It means different things, but... But just the again, it's it's very m- melodious. I guess that's what I want to say. That's how I feel about Spanish and Italian. Also, they're very melodious. So they they mm. they sound when you listen to them, you're like, wow, that was really, that was really pleasing. I feel really relaxed mm-hmm. <laughs> hearing that that language compared to, mm-hmm. you know, Russian or that's, you know those kind of languages. That's true, and as part of it, part of that could also be. Um, through our our depictions of those languages maybe. too, through our our yeah, pop culture maybe. lens, because if you think about like with jokes and stuff, when you know the main character goes to um, you know a spa or something, and the masseuse yeah. is Swedish yeah. or Hungarian or whatever, it's very ah, yeah. ah, ah and, you, and you tense up, right? Yeah. Versus going to a massage parlor that's you know um, ran by you know a petite Asian yeah. women. Which again, that's fetishization, which is sure, another sure, part of sure. the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all connected. Yeah. Or if they go to a Spanish, uh, 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 go to like a cantina or something, and like you know they have somebody on the guitar yeah, again, stereotypical. Sure. But you hear like the difference in tone and delivery 
and like and and how yeah. you're supposed to feel about you know certain languages which then of course makes you feel how that that interprets or sorry influences how you feel about certain cultures which influences how you feel about certain groups of people listening Ah. to to you know people speak in india when they speak hindi and stuff is also kind of kind of interesting but one of the languages that i it's not a dead language but uh, not as many people speak it anymore because it was outlawed for a long time in iran and that is farsi uh, Farsi mm, is really, mm-hmm. in, and I think part of the reason why is because it is also an Indo-European-based language, just like uh, Sanskrit or Hindi, um, as well as English and all the Romance languages, Italian, Portuguese, Spanish, and all that. They're all Indo-European languages. So I think there's a certain ear for that. Because Farsi is, is I, I had a friend whose family, um, right, right, right after the Shah, uh, was given um, asylum in the United States right before the Ayatollah Khomeini took over Iran. Uh, their family left because they saw what was going to happen. And Farsi had been outlawed um, by the Arabs when, when they came in and uh, made Iran more Arabic and Muslim. Mm-hmm. So And her family was still Zoroastrian, which is the original uh, religion of Iran, because they were Persian. Iran was Persia and so they came to the United States and to listen to her family speak that was just like so fascinating it was like wow that's and then I like Hebrew also Hebrew is interesting and then certain parts of Arabic is kind of interesting too there are certain there are certain parts of it that are kind of good and then there are certain parts that aren't and I kind of feel that way about like other Nordic countries like listening to Norwegian it's like there's a lot of K's in that language <laughs> you know a lot, a lot of there's a lot of and the, you know iceland has the like the longest name of something ever yeah oh, well they're yeah. they're they're I'm volcano so there's like i don't know like i don't know it's like uh 47 letters long yeah well it's repeated oh, letters yeah. of course but it's it's really it's really long uh but i don't know you know listening to some of those those languages you know, the languages around the world, to me, it's fascinating. But then again, you know, I, I also don't have problems with people of color being in any kind of science fiction or fantasy. Mm-hmm. Because Idris Elba was Heimdall in the Thor movie. Yeah. But he did, he got backlash. There was the the White Citizens Council. Are you serious? <laughs> There's something called the White Citizens yes. Council? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, Really? Okay. And yeah, it just Elba can't be Heimdall. Why? I mean, he's Heimdall's a Viking. Heimdall. We don't is, know if there were you know, black, but there could have been. There could have been dark-skinned Vikings. Just because they come from, you know, the the Nordic countries doesn't mean somebody didn't get up there. The genes didn't get up there. People just mm-hmm. are so dumb when it comes to history because you just don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't well, know, no, right? and who cares? Fiction, uh, and then the representation of something that's supposed to be historical, even if it is fictional. I mean, even if you talk about the Victorian era, who do you picture, right? If you talk about white English people, uh, (laughs) it's fiction, Great Britain. If you talk about the the Wild West, who do you see? Yeah, right. That's true. And if you see people of color, they're the bad guys because they're all the quote unquote Indians, right? 
if you talk about the future, who do you see? Who do you imagine? Because it's not a person. It is of for color. me because I watched enough stars. Well, for you, yes. Because I yes. watched enough yes. Star Trek, <laughs> and you know all the yes. Star Treks, and you know because. But even even Hahura, yeah. when Martin Luther King had to tell her to stay on that yeah. show <laughs> because she wanted. Well, they off. probably gave. Then like, they give her. White people don't want me on. Yeah, because they gave her death threats when she and Kirk kissed. Yes. Exactly. And it was like, like I literally did not sign up for this. This doesn't make any sense. But Martin Luther King's like, no, no, stay on the show because my girl, I can watch this with my girls yeah, and they exactly. see what is that. possible. Yeah. And that's the whole point of science fiction of what yeah. could be possible. That's why it's fantasy, mm-hmm. right? I guess somebody could argue science fiction and fantasy. Of course, they're two two different genres. There's overlap. There is Just overlap. <laughs> yes, yeah. Right. Go with it. Yeah. But it's like it's it's possible. <laughs> It, it, it's mm-hmm. possible. Is it probable? We yeah. don't know, but it's possible. Like, I could see myself as a superhero or as God yeah. or as the devil, if I wanted to be, or as the hero um, for you know, sure. The king, you're right, the king of Wakanda or the king of Flint. I could fix the freaking water and bring back uh, jobs because we have a whole new industry. I discovered vibranium under my old house. You know what? <laughs> Why, Why not? Why not? Right? I could be uh, the the queer master of ceremonies in 2040, right? And have robots uh, and have a robot wife, right? There you go. Master, master of ceremonies thing too. what? I'm trying to picture you. I picture you at the Oscars. The I don't Emmys, know. The Grammys. Something like, uh, no, like Grandmaster from Thor oh, Ragnarok. Sure. Yeah. I, I pictured you at the Grammys. Why not? Well, that's true. I mean, you know, I, I should have several of them by then. <laughs> but, uh, you know, or I could, like, honestly, and that's the other thing, too. Like, you may not see or have a problem seeing Halle Bailey as uh, a Little Mermaid or... Um, Moses, I forget her last name, but she was in uh, Obi Wan, yeah. and people were mad at her. Right? Wait a minute! But for mm-hmm, and Obi Wan, the the what was she the the Inquisitor or whatever, the one that was after Obi Wan. Oh yeah, because she was a she Jedi. was amazing. Yeah, well, nah, they didn't you know, like there's her a either. there's a black lady that plays Ashoka. Just saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rosario Dawson. Y'all freak yep. out now. <laughs> uh-huh. If you didn't know that because she's wearing all the makeup, freak out now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cue the and freak It's hilarious because it's like... I don't even know. That. <sighs> there's also a science fiction where robots take over. So, by definition, that would be racist because they're robots. <laughs> Not. <laughs> right? They're, so the the robots are racist because they're trying to get rid of the human race. Yeah. See? It's a holocaust. Yeah. I mean, never mind the fact they were programmed by like like even if you even if you're quote unquote not racist, you still have the bias because you grew up in a white supremacist society. So it's really just yeah. following the same programming. It's just now in a robot form. And because you're not a robot, guess what? Yeah. Just saying. Hmm. So you'll either be put to use or you will be eradicated. There's a thing about assimilation, yeah. right? And the saying assimilate or eliminate, that's the point. 
If you assimilate, you will be used. That's what the Matrix is. You're a battery. Well, as the Borg and say, once you've used resistance up, is futile. Assimilation is imminent. That's the, what the Borg say and in will Star be used Trek. For, for, <laughs> it, it follows the same directive. Mm -hmm. Exploitation or extraction, exploitation, elimination. That's its prime directive. That's how this thing operates. That's what it does. It's exhausting. And now it's a robot. This, this whole it thing is. is exhausting that people just... How do they have the energy to even care about this shit? How, how little do they have going on in their life? And how crappy must their life be that they want to hold on to this crappy life that they don't want themselves and everybody else to get better? We all get better if everybody gets better. But I, I just... I don't understand. Because it's just... It's so much... It's just so much energy wasted it, it caring is. about the color of somebody's skin when they're in a science fiction or fantasy or fiction whatever role. Because that's their fantasy. Oh my god. And in their fantasy they don't have Then to they should go make their own that. motherfucking so how, movie is what they need to do. Just go off well, and they make do. their own fucking movie. They do. And then whitewash everyone that's that whitewash everyone out of it. They do. I mean that's Sure, the thing. but I like, mean all these other little peon people who are complaining yeah. go off and make your own fucking movie and mm -hmm. leave the rest of us alone well you know they make a market for it that's, that's how true. you get a Infowars ah. that's how you get a maggot, a maggot supporter yes that's the point like either you don't exist or if you do you have to be in a role that this system has conditioned you to see that person of color in and that's the problem it's not necessarily or not just that it's a person of color it's a person of color that's not in an, uh, a position that you are conditioned to see them uh, in you're not conditioned yeah. to see them as the lead you're not conditioned to see them as worthy you're not conditioned to see them as the hero they're either a supporting character and a side supporting character at that or they are an impediment that's I remember it. when they came out with the black so, barbie oh yeah Right. I thought it was cool because when my friends, you know, was that we would play Barbies and she was always like, mm. I was like, which which mm -hmm. Barbie do you want to use? And she's like, mm. and then when they came out with the black Barbie, she mm. came over to my house. She was so excited. I was excited, too, because, you know, now we both had mm -hmm. you know, now we could both be happy playing bar. All I wanted to do was play Barbies right. and put their clothes on, you know. Right. And I felt bad for her because like, she did didn't want to, but I didn't really understand. But then when she came over with the black Barbie, it was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Sure. Okay. Now can we play Barbies? <laughs> and did you did you lose any Barbies? No. You got, got more Barbies. More, actually, oh, and wow. You know what? The most important part was my friend that I cared about was happy now because she uh -huh. had a Barbie. Oh, wow. And that made me happy Your black too. friend, because you're not racist, was happy. That's awesome. She, I, I, I'm not I making know. fun of you, but I'm saying yes. No, I mean, yes. but that, that made <laughs> the game better because she was happy now. Mm -hmm. She didn't, ha you know, she wasn't forced to play some, with something that didn't re represent her or, you know, what, what she mm -hmm. knew also. So it was, I, I don't mm -hmm. know. I thought it was great. That was, that was a really good it's day. Really that's, a really, because... that's a really good memory in my life because of, you know, the smile yeah. on her face okay. and all that stuff. It was... So it was like, great. We played bar Barbies for four and a half hours a day. Which is the longest mm -hmm. we'd ever played Barbies. This same thing with mm -hmm. Legos. Yeah, they're all yellow. Or at least they used to be. <laughs> right? They were yellow. Or some of them were, quote unquote, white. Some of them. You know. It's like, you play with Legos all the time. And I saw a black one. I was like, oh, wow. Look at y'all. And this is before Black Panther. <laughs> Just yeah, saying. Well, 
right? Hey. It's very interesting. They like, came out. They came out. Are you, you doing know, same, same way? I'm sure little girls felt like that. Also, you know, with the when they came out with the black cabbage patch doll, and stuff like that, because mm -hmm. people start realizing, oh, people want to see themselves in this. Well, it's like I I exist. Uh -huh. I've been here, watching those, and videos. I want to play with my friends. Watch those videos of the the um, little girls that see themselves mm -hmm. in Ariel now. You know, watching those little girls get yeah. all excited because. Ariel's, you know, got darker skin, not white with red hair. Mm-hmm. And it's mm -hmm. it's just I don't know. That's very cute. I understand. And like that doesn't take away from no, anything. no. It's it's very Again, interesting. Again, it makes more that, people happy you know, on the planet. Right. But that. But then it's like more people comfortable. You never had the the conversation or even the thought process because again, you're conditioned right. not to, uh, to even. Think about your black friend because you're not racist. Going like, well, wow, I'm not anywhere right. because your black friend because you're not racist is always a prop. Of course, yeah. That's why I keep saying it that yep. way because it's as stupid as it sounds. Because mm -hmm. here, let me flip it. Oh my gosh, like my white friends and I'm not racist. Like <laughs> they're Iron Man. I don't understand that. Like Iron Man has uh -huh. always been a black dude. I don't get why they're like, ugh. What are you mad about? <laughs> Right, my white friend, because I'm not racist, is another Disney princess. <laughs> Seriously, what? I know people at work who How say that like every other right. word. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. How dumb does that sound? Very dumb. Right, mm -hmm. but because we live in a society built the way that it is, it's perfectly quote unquote normal to say I'm not racist. I have black friends, but evidently, I don't want my black friend to but succeed. But here's the thing. I don't want somebody else's black friend to succeed. Now that we've now that we've made fun of that, meaning like you know we've pointed out that that's like a stupid thing to say, people still say it. Yeah, uh, they're the same ones that di didn't understand X Men though. <laughs> they they didn't yes. get the. They're the same ones that say Black Panther are, is their favorite Marvel movie or that they voted for Obama. <laughs> All of that is the same thing. I'm not racist. I voted for Obama. I'm not racist. Black Panther is my favorite Marvel movie. I'm not <laughs> racist. I have black friends. That's all the same thing. Because that's they're signaling, at least to their other friends, their black ones, because they're not racist, that they're one of the good ones. They're one of the that's, good ones. That's why they do that. But the problem is, as we've experienced with certain mm -hmm. friends or acquaintances of ours, it's like you recognize there's an issue but you're not doing anything about the causes of right. said issue. Because if you did that, you wouldn't have to say you're not racist because I'm your black friend. Because I'm your black friend, you would show up. You would support me at being the Little Mermaid mm -hmm. or, or God or whatever. You would show up right, in these spaces where people are attacking uh, Halle Bailey for being the Little Mermaid That's or being right. cast as a Little Mermaid. You would show up for her and defend her because that could be your black friend. Instead of it going, uh, mermaids can't be black. You should go like, oh my gosh, not only is she amazing, but you know what? Mermaids could be anything because it's fucking made Yeah, up. exactly. Mermaids are actually blue, bluish yeah. green because they're underwater. Yeah. Mm. Well, and that, they that's have why gills, I have too. to say, you know, thank you to Mattel, though, because as, you know, I was like 10, 11 when, that, when the Black Barbie came out. And of course, I didn't think anything of mm -hmm. it until my friend pointed that out to me, and it was like, "Oh, well, that makes mm -hmm. sense as to oh, yeah. as to why you were because I never understood why she was not as happy as I was mm -hmm. playing." And mm -hmm. then when she mm -hmm. was like, "Well, I have a black Barbie now," and I was like, "Oh, 
I was like, cool. And she's like, yeah, so now I have one that looks like me. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. All right, yay. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know, I, yeah. I, felt, I felt much better about uh, everything, too, yeah. because, you know, she pointed that out to me. And it was like, yeah, okay, that makes we'll sense. We'll do that in another episode, because toys are, are a big part, obviously, mm-hmm. of, well, obviously, but toys are a big part of kids' lives, and generally speaking. Like, obviously, you have to have access to have toys and whatever. And kids, but, and kids anyway, are really good what, about pointing that stuff out, but not taking it offensively. Mm-hmm. So, like, so like my friend yes. would, pointed it out to me, and I didn't take it like, oh, um, you know, how, how dare you be upset that all the Barbies were white. I didn't take it like that. And she also didn't take mm-hmm. it that I was being racist by not understanding because she was young enough too right. to say, "Well, I just I wanted a Barbie that looked like me," and I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense. Sure, okay. I'm mm-hmm. um, you know I'm glad you have one. She's like me too. And then our Barbies hugged, and then we hugged, and then we played Barbies, and it was great yeah. because kids are a little bit more uh, accepting of that. That's like, oh, that that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I I don't feel offended." This, this. <laughs> At all. Yeah, because the socialization hasn't mm-hmm. really set in and just I, I was yet. 10. But kids are young enough to pick up yeah. on all and of I that. And I was yes. 10, so it's not like I was Very a, a so. little, little kid. I was 10, so I was still mm-hmm. old enough. But luckily, I grew up in a very diverse mm-hmm. neighborhood and stuff, so it wasn't, you know, shocking to mm-hmm. me to even have, you know, a, a black girlfriend, you know. Right. Uh, it wasn't shocking right. to well, me at all. Also, it was it, To me, it was like a normal thing. So when she pointed out that the toys were, you know, not representing... You know, it wasn't, and, and then she was young mm-hmm. enough too that it wasn't something that she was like on a soapbox about either. You know, she she this wasn't right. that something that she was trying to point out that it was a systematic thing or anything. She was just like, we just didn't have any dolls that looked like me, but but you know, they made a black Barbie now, and I was like, cool, yay, and we were all happy. But again, because yeah. you know, kids just want to be happy and play with their friends, and if mm-hmm. it makes their friends happy, it makes them happy, and vice versa. Yeah, is it, that's the Which part of like be. being socialized. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, and we'll yeah. wrap up again. That'll be another episode because um, definitely toys, because part of it too is is generational, but it's it's the timing yeah, sure. of it because that happened in the seventies. Eighty nineteen eighty right? is when they came out with the black Barbie, and her mom was like one of the first to buy one. I, you know, yeah, because because okay. she knew her mm-hmm. friend was because I think I think I think my friend went to her mom and and ta- told her about that about how we had fun playing Barbies, but the Barbies you know were all just mm-hmm. blonde and white, uh, which you know well, they are. Because... <laughs> they were they way back then they were. <laughs> then they, Barbie didn't look like me either, <laughs> yeah. but at least she was modeled after mm-hmm. you know my race or whatever. You know she was modeled after something that mm-hmm. I was supposed to aspire to. We won't even go into that. <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah. See how we do this? <laughs> because, uh, you know, yeah, that like promotes it, bad body image there. But, you know, hey, there's mm-hmm. always Midge if you want to look normal. <laughs> 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 but, you know, I understood but, what she was yeah. saying because I'm like looking at Barbie going, well, that doesn't look like me either. But I get it because her skin tone, right, is more like mine. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll, we'll add that with when we talk about uh, the um, toys about, you know, the flesh tone oh, yeah. crayon. <laughs> yeah, or even a band. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They've changed those. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool. It's it's all it's so it subtle, is. and that's the whole thing about it. It's it when people hear racist or racism, the the immediate image is always a clan member burning yep. a cross and somebody shouting the n word and get off my lawn. <laughs> that's racism for people. So then when you point out how you're falling apart and having a meltdown that a black girl is cast as a little mermaid as racist the first thing that they do is say they're not because they didn't call 
At least, well, not yeah, in public. Not in public. They didn't call Halle Bailey. Promise they did behind the door. <laughs> exactly. They didn't call her any racial epithets. They didn't burn any crosses, right? They're not clan members. And even some of their black friends are like, well, I mean, I don't think she should be the Little Mermaid. So it can't be racist. It's racist. Yeah. Plain and simple. Just because you're not burning crosses and shouting racial epithets doesn't mean you're not racist. It means you're not burning crosses and shouting racial epithets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's it. Exactly. Now, it's it's one thing to say, <laughs> hey, I don't think she's that great of an actress. You know, I don't know because I, I haven't seen her. Any and base that on the merit of the, of yeah. the right. Now, that sure. is a separate conversation. That's different yes. because then, then it's the Perfectly merit of her, her talent or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, just to say I don't think there should be a black Ariel, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and then I don't think yeah. you should have that purple hair, right? Just or that Kool Aid blue or, hair, you know, right? Or maybe or you it, shouldn't be, you know, four hundred pounds at five foot two. Just saying. Yeah. Or <laughs> I'm just throwing stuff out there. <laughs> the fact that you show up in everything, fictional or yeah. otherwise, and then even if you take historical things and you whitewash mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Right, because then of course now they're like, well, what about blackwashing? Like blackwashing, no, that is not the same thing. It's what's not, been blackwashed right? anyway? Give me an example. Ig- well, I know that's what I'm but saying. They would I, say, I, I would they would them. say Halle Bailey as the as the Little Mermaid, which is a false is. equivalency. That's, no, that's not blackwashing. Not. That's not how that works. And it's works. not history anyway. That is fictional. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's the difference. <laughs> but. Also, when when white people do it as a collective, like even if the, the actors, actresses, whatever, over the history of yeah. doing it, anytime that you put on blackface, yellowface, brownface, whatever, all of that mess, that was how this white supremacist power yeah. structure saw people yeah. of color and therefore reinforced those negative stereotypes about, quote unquote, people of color. That's the difference because people also try to argue white chicks, but white chicks does not represent every no. white girl. There is enough representation or really visibility and diversity among white people because white people are represented in everything yeah. that even if you make fun of the trailer park trash, the valley girl, the yuppie or whatever, the fact that I just gave you three different yeah. examples <laughs> right there and I could give you yeah. more. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's the difference. For sure. When you say a black character, thug, gangbanger, ho. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's that's you. Yeah, that's the stereotypes that they bring out. Absolutely. Mm. Mm-hmm. Every time. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that'll be continued in another Always. episode of this podcast. Always. Because it's a well, it's a it's an ongoing conversation that needs to be ongoing for sure. We can't mm-hmm. just drop that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's got to be. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not the say-all, be-all, obviously. I try not to proselytize the people. I'm not pontificating, and I'm not preaching. I've broken this down several mm-hmm. times. Anytime that we have this conversation, I make sure to keep it in the context of a structure. That's why I use yeah. the house. I like that. I like that example, too, Byron. I, I will probably use it sometime, if you don't mind, because Go it's, it. it's a really good... Nope. Go for it. And and I, I think I'll use my, my Barbie story also because now, you know, that I'm remembering it, it's like, wow, that was a really good that was a really good day <laughs> for her and me. Mm-hmm. And and we both and just mm-hmm. being able to accept that that we you know, that she did not feel represented and I didn't get it until she mm-hmm. pointed it out, but she pointed it out and I didn't get offended and it just it was a happier mm-hmm. day for both of us, so Yeah, it's like oh, oh okay. that means we both can have fun now. Equal fun. Yeah. 
equal fun mm -hmm. because now we have equal toys. Yeah, like, wow. And then the next step of that is equity, mm -hmm. and then after that is yep. justice. Like, okay. Exactly. And that's like, you got that. that. It was like, hey, the justice was that you guys get mm -hmm. to play and actually have a good time yep. together. And because you have a black Barbie, and it's not just... I mean, of course, that Barbie's... I don't even know her name because I don't play with Barbie, but I know it's evolved over yeah. the years. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't remember um, her name either. Yeah, oh, well. Sasha or something like that. I don't know. I don't we, but, we gave our Barbies I mean, our own it, names anyway, not our personal names, but yeah, we right? named them yeah. ourselves. So it wasn't... In fact, I think when she My came sis, to me, she didn't say, look, I have a black Barbie. I think she said, this is so-and-so. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cool. And mm -hmm. she's like, yeah. And then, then, and then she explained to me why she you know, always seemed not as happy as I did playing Barbies. And then it was mm -hmm. like, oh, I get it's it. Like you just want to... <laughs> especially as kids, you mm -hmm. just want to feel included. Absolutely. And it's like, but the toys, the toys don't even mm -mm. do that. But yeah. again, we'll cover that in Absolutely. the next episode because there's a reason. It's the same reason, but we'll go into more of the reason yes, why that happens. Yes, absolutely. I, I so like anyways. it. I learn stuff. Mm -hmm. Ha! Atrafu! <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, so... Anyway, yeah. so we will Yes, conclude. I need yes. to conclude. So, okay, so... <laughs> yes, yeah, I do. Go. So, uh, <laughs> all right, so tell us about the music first because I, I, we forgot that one time and then I was like, oh, my God, we forgot that. So I don't want to ever forget that again. <laughs> all right, well, the music that you heard at the beginning and end of this uh, podcast this season is from my debut album, Square One. The song you heard is called Very Well I Know. Uh, you can find that on Amazon, Spotify, any music streamer. Uh, you can get a physical copy from Amazon. Uh, hell, you can even get one from CD Baby. Yeah. CD Baby, uh, what's so that? Check that out. CD Baby. Uh, it is used by independent artists. Uh, I used to use TuneCore, um, but they they charge each year. Um, CD Baby lets you. They charge for each project. Okay. So. Yes, TuneCore is like a subscription service, okay. eh, more or less, uh, and they're pretty good. Actually, I released my album okay, through them. Okay, cool. But I see them. Yeah. Um, at the time, at the time, it was it was like fifty something bucks a year, which isn't no, bad. No, it's really not. <laughs> but uh -huh. right, it's not bad. Fifty bucks a year is not bad. But uh, CD Baby lets you uh, post your album for the yeah, one time. Yeah, I see fee. that. And then they just take a little bit mm -hmm. from album sales, and it, and at the time it wasn't that mm -hmm. much. Um, so they take a little, they take a percentage from like album cool. sales versus TuneCore would, they would charge you a subscription service and mm -hmm. take some of your, oh, uh, yeah. album yeah. sales. Still, so yeah. that yeah, was the difference. Well, good. That's, but so you that's can find another the album place. There. Yeah, that's another, <laughs> another place to find it. Cool. Yeah. And it is a great album. Mm -hmm. so. Thank it's, you. It's, thank you. <clears throat> you can also find my music on another podcast. Uh, the podcast is called Women Committing Crimes, hosted by Mrs. That's Tammy me. Chase. <laughs> you learn about all kinds of women committing yep, all kinds of crimes. Uh, and their theme songs are Forgive Me and Who. I love it. It just yes, fits. It it's like, forgive me for committing these crimes or who yeah, did exactly. it. I'm just, you yeah. know, it's great stuff. Uh, you can mm -hmm. reach us at uh, offkilternofilter at yahoo.com. Uh, you can also reach us on Facebook at Off Kilter No Filter Facebook group, and you can reach us on Twitter at No Kilter. So please uh, message us, 
with uh, your toys, toy yes. stories. Yes, message us with your toy and stories. And how, how do you feel about with, what we talked about today? I'm curious. Yes. And keep in mind, if you come with a poorly written dissertation, you will be told about yourself. Thank you. Yes, we will. We will. We will address that. Yes. Yeah. Because with with that and asking that, of course, somebody will have a poorly written dissertation. We've seen that in action. I'm kind of a... Yeah. And that sucks, but that's just, you know, fodder for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's hilarious because it's like, boy, I, I, I want to read your argument, but you're giving me a headache just because you misspelled every damn thing. <laughs> no boy. subject verb agreement. And there's no, yeah, it's uh, you used text talk in an email. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Or, or you know, four or, or what, 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 what did that fool do? What did he spell or misspell? Which one? Uh, oh, gosh. Yeah. And that whole kerfuffle. <laughs> oh last yeah, I remember year. that. I don't remember what it was, yeah. but I remember you. Oh, I mean, he misspelled quite yeah. a few. I mean, specifically was one of them, which is hilarious. You and that other but... person were like, "You need to go back to school." <laughs> this is like terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like with your ungrammatical, yeah. uh, highly mm-hmm. misspelled, poorly written dissertation. Mm-hmm. Not even well thought out. Like, don't come in my comments with no essay, and you can't even write, <laughs> motherfucker. Are you serious? <laughs> And the fact that you can't spell and you yeah. don't read must really make yeah. you fearless. Yeah. Come on, do yeah. better. Do better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways. So, as Miss, as Dr. Maya Angelou said, once you know better, you, you do, do better. better. Yes, so that's what I'm working on every day. Every yes, day. Yes, ma'am. Work in do progress. Better. Yes. So, we are working to know better so that we can do better and pass it along to you so you can pass it yes. along to the to Please. the next because that's how revolutions begin and continue and sustain. Yep. That's what Yellow I fire. said. I said what yeah. I said. And on that note, a good yes, night. Yes, good night and we will talk to you next time. <laughs> All right, bye.